You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. He enlightens my eyes is the title of this devotion. He enlightens my eyes. You know, I really believe that it is God's will to continuously command the light of His life into your heart to illuminate you inwardly. You see, Jesus said, if your eyes are light, then your inward part is full of light. But if your eyes are dark, then how great is darkness inside? So if your eyes are light, then your whole inner being is full of light. But if your eyes are dark, then how great is darkness inside? And see, I really believe that it is so important, friends, that our eyes are enlightened by the Lord. It says here in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15, Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. So the wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of Jesus, that by the spirit we can perceive, have wisdom to recognize, to connect with and understand Jesus Christ is what causes the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened so that we may know what is the hope of our calling, the riches of his glory, of his inheritance and the greatness of his power and so forth and so forth. You see, God wants the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened, illuminated, that there's constantly, like I quoted to you a moment ago, here from 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6, that God, who commanded light to shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. And I know he's speaking lots of different things into one little statement. In other words, we saw on the Mount of Transfiguration the glory of God shining from the face of Jesus and that glory of the light of his life, he's commanded to shine in our hearts. It is the light of life we see in Christ, Christ who is our light, it says in John chapter 1, gives light in our innermost being to give us understanding, to illuminate us inwardly. Remember when in Acts chapter 26, the Apostle Paul stands for Agrippa and he's giving a testimony, this towards the end of his life, of how he became a Christian. And he says, I used to be so against Christians that I did everything I could to destroy them. And as I was so occupied in destroying Christians on my way to Damascus, a light shone upon me at midday, stronger than the sun in its brilliance, in its brightness. A light shone upon me stronger than the sunlight. 
and it knocked me onto the ground. And I heard a voice speaking from heaven, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is not good for you to kick against the goats. This is Saul telling Agrippa of his conversion. And he said to Agrippa that when he heard the voice saying to him, why are you persecuting me? He said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus whom you are persecuting, right here. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, verse 15. Then Saul was telling Agrippa, Jesus said to him, rise and stand on your feet, for I've appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, both of the things which you've seen and of the things which I will yet reveal to you. I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you. I send you to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision of Jesus. You see the Apostle Paul, when he speaks about himself in 1 Corinthians 15, that he is what he is by the grace of God, he says, I don't deserve to be an apostle. I was born really too late for it. And yet I am what I am by the grace of God. And yet, and I labor even more than many others, yet not I, but that grace that's with me. And the apostle Paul, what was he laboring? To open people's eyes. The light of life in his heart was opening the other's eyes to see that God had sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He said, this is right and it's acceptable for everybody to hear that God did not send his son into the world to condemn sinners, but to save sinners because I was the worst of them all. He says this in 1 Timothy chapter one. And he's used me as an example of what he could do for the worst sinners who believe upon him like I do. You see, the light of life is to open our understanding and illuminate us inwardly. And Jesus, he says in Revelations, that we should come to him. And he's talking to Christians now. He's talking to Christians who just don't have that light of understanding anymore. They don't see it. They don't connect with it. They're Christian. They maybe even read the Bible a bit to be religious. They maybe even attend church to be religious. But it's obvious in the life they can't see. Why? Because they do everything that's contrary to God. They think, talk, and act contrary to Him. So you could see they can't see it. And He says He calls those kinds of Christians lukewarm. Jesus does. Here in Revelation chapter 3. And then He says to them who are lukewarm, before it's too late, before you're completely disconnected from me, and any trace of my hand upon your life, <coughs> hand upon your life is gone. Come to me. Invest in me, he says. Buy from me. Invest in me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich, and garments white that you may be clothed. <coughs> Excuse me. That your nakedness, the nudity of your human nature, may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eyes of that you may see. Jesus said, come to me and I will anoint your eyes to see again. You know, often, listen closely, when you've been lukewarm, when you've become indifferent, 
when you become idle, which we all can, and sometimes it can happen quite quickly. You can be hot on Sunday and cold on Monday. And you've become lukewarm. And the Lord begins to open your eyes. Often that is such a wake-up call of remorse and repentance. And maybe you don't even realize it, but that's the mercy of God that He grants repentance because of His kindness and love, Romans 2, verse 4. That repentance, that remorse, that, oh God, how can I have allowed myself to become like this? How can I have allowed myself to act like this, talk like this, and respond like this? Lord, I've become so far from you. Have mercy. And friends, I plead with you, (coughs) if this is directly touching your heart, then turn while you still can. Turn to him. He says in Hebrews chapter 6, It is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and tasted the good word of the powers of the age to come, but fall away to renew them again. If you completely fall away, how will you get back? Come on back while you still can. Come on back while you still feel the tug. Come on back while you still feel the conviction. Oh, I've, I've gotten indifferent here. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm living in the dark now. I'm, I'm more interested in what's the next TV program than what's the Lord. I'm more interested to start drinking alcohol than being filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm more interested to go into the things of the world than I go into worshiping God. I, I've become lukewarm. Come on, while you still feel that tugging in you, you could still come back you can still come back. And I myself want to constantly come back. I don't ever want to get to a place where I've become indifferent. Now let the Lord enlighten your eyes. What does it mean to have your eyes enlightened? You begin to see the Word of God in your daily living. It's a light on your path and a lamp to your feet. It says that in Psalm 119, verse 105. And in that same amazing Psalm 119, oh, I love that Psalm. Luther said it was a Psalm of David. He says in, in uh, 119, verse 30, uh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Yeah, here, verse 33, teach me, O Lord, your way and your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. O Lord, indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me to walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. He said, Lord, help me, teach me, guide me. You see, this is a heart that's turning to him, a heart that wants to follow him. And I love that about people that really are turning, that the Lord, look at verse 129. 129 of Psalm 119. Your testimonies are wonderful. You see, you've turned and all of a sudden, oh my goodness, Lord, your word is so powerful to me. Therefore, my soul keeps them. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I opened my mouth and punted. 
for I longed for your commandments. I opened my mouth and panted, for I longed for your commandments. Look upon me and be merciful to me as your custom is towards those who love your name. Direct my step by your word and let no iniquity have dominion over me. Redeem me from the oppression of man that I may keep your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant. Teach me. This is where the word brings light. He says, by the entrance of your word, light comes. And all of a sudden, where before you felt sleeping when you you read the word, now it gives light to your inner being. Now it enlightens your eyes. Now you've woken back up. Now you've come back into enjoying that power, enjoying the healing virtue flowing through your body. Now again, you're connecting. Now your desires are being stirred to pay any price to hear the word, to follow the word, to do the word. And wow. Now you are so happy. Now you're so grateful. Lastly, but not least here, verse 23 of Proverbs chapter 6. For the commandment is a lamp and the law a light. Reprove of instructions are in the way of life. Oh, God wants to so command your innermost being that you walk in the light of his life and his love in your heart and you, and you think about it and it comes to your attention. It comes to your thoughts in the night when you wake up, the word comes to your being. In the day when you have to make difficult decisions, the word of God guides you. The word of God instructs you. The word of God leads you. There's just that inward weakness of his word being alive in you and active and the power of it is overwhelming. It enlightens your eyes to see His will and His His ways. And you just are so happy because God has enlightened your eyes. And there's a brightness about you, a happiness about you, a joy. And it's the Lord enlightening your eyes, illuminating your inward parts, and making you happy that He is your guide. Amen. Have a good day. 